Hi, this is Coin Social Podcast, and uh, today we have a guest, Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, can you please uh, introduce yourself to our listeners and uh, tell a little bit about your project, uh, Bitcoin Betis? Yeah, sure. So, uh, howdy, y'all. <laughs> my name is Rachel, but you can call me Betty. Um, my quote-unquote career has been all over the place. I went from working in television to my most recent nine-to-five being a corporate desk job in medical billing. Super fun. Um, but now I'm running a small Etsy shop and seeing where crypto and life take me, you know, YOLO and whatnot. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Uh, when did you launch your online store and uh, what was the main reason for creating it? Yeah, so my little shop opened its virtual doors on New Year's Day of this year. So, wow, not even a year old yet. <laughs> um, so the way that things actually got started is a pretty funny story. You got a minute? Yeah, sure. Okay, I- I'm going in. Here we go. <laughs> So basically, back in 2017, I was dating this guy who introduced me to Bitcoin. I loved everything about it. I became, in an instant, what people now refer to as a moon girl. (laughs) It was like my mind was blown. My eyes were opened. I had this awakening. Whoa, this is something that could literally change the world. Everyone could be their own bank. The wealth gap could be lessened and a big picture, idealistic, utopian view, freedom. We could never see a war again because the governments and their currencies and corruption wouldn't matter because we would have taken all of that power away. I mean, I was having some world peace loving hippie types of thoughts. It was just so transparent and honest. I just, I fell in love with crypto. Like, how could you not? You fall in love with it. Once you get it, you get it. Um, So Bitcoin was not and never has been about making money for me. From the beginning, I bought it knowing I was just going to sit on it for years and years until I could spend it, never exchange it back to U.S. dollars. So, okay, so we're still back in 2017. I buy a small amount of Bitcoin. You know, I just stacked myself some Satoshis real quick, just a little bit. I drove around my entire city looking for Bitcoin ATMs. Uh, And also at the same time, I bought several domain names from GoDaddy. Mm -hmm. I got cryptocurrencychicks.com and (laughs) blockchainbosslady.com. Just some random URLs. I don't even know why. No idea what I was ever going to use them for. Maybe you can Um, sell them if you want to use them. Exactly. Yeah. Now they're like real estate. I didn't know that back then. I was just, you know, what I was going to do with them. I just bought a bunch of them. And uh, right after that, dun, 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 the guy dumped me and I went right back to being a single female homeowner, just busy and living paycheck to paycheck. And I forgot all about Bitcoin and the websites for the most part, you know, life, life went on. So mm-hmm. fast forward to 2020 and the pandemic and Robinhood, and fractional purchases, and selling my house, and quarantine, and life just slowing down a bit, I, like so many others, started learning about the stock market, and researching, and remembering, oh yeah, crypto, oh oh, yeah, duh, you know, like best boyfriend ever, he stuck with me, he treated me right, so I, I started investing again, and diversifying, 
dollar cost averaging, small amounts, nothing crazy. And then one day, I don't know what started it, but I decided I wanted a Bitcoin shirt. So I went online and I was surprised that all that I could find at that time was a few shirts geared at men on Amazon. Just saying like Bitcoin or Bitcoin accepted here. I couldn't find anything really original or cute or feminine. Uh, Now, of course, they're everywhere. Like there's so many of them, but uh, alas. So back then I said, well, fine, I'm just going to make my own. So I learned how to do some graphic designs, self-taught. Thank you, YouTube and your free educational goodness. Uh, And I had a shirt printed and then another and then another. And then I found all of these other products that I could print on, like pillows and purses, and I got excited. And it just kind of spiraled to the point where I was like, huh, you know, maybe I should open my own little shop. I mean, if I personally wanted some of this stuff, and I mean, I own my weirdness, but maybe someone else out there is looking for this kind of stuff too. And then, I promise, I promise, I'm almost done with my story. (laughs) But then it was like fate. I remembered those websites from years ago, and one of them was Bitcoin Betty's. And Betty used to be a slang term for a hot lady. Like, ooh, she's such a Betty. And get this, my grandmother's name is Betty. So it was just like... Coincidence. (laughs) Or maybe not. (laughs) The stars aligned. It felt like it was meant to be. So I started Bitcoin Betty's, or B-squared, as I like to call it. And here we are. I think it's actually so great that like you couldn't find some product for yourself and you just created it for you and started selling it. Exactly. They always say if it's something you yourself would want and that's how it all started was I wanted something for myself. So <laughs> yeah, I actually have looked through some online stores that sell crypto merch and I noticed that they still have uh, more options of clothes for men than for women which I find uh, weird because girls are usually more into online shopping and clothes. And um, that is why regular online stores have much more clothes for women. But in crypto merch, it is still different. Yes, that is a very good point. I actually was one of the first shops that I noticed that was selling uh, even baby gear, like baby onesies, you know, I mean. Yeah, they are adorable, I should say. Uh, and I also noticed that uh, mostly the designs for crypto merch are quite simple. It is usually just a plain t-shirt with a logo of some coin, while the designs of your products are much more creative. So uh, uh, you said that you do designs by yourself, yes? Oh, thank you so much for saying that. Yes, um, I make them. And if there's anything ever that I can't or I don't know how to, I can always hire a graphic designer like like Betty herself, my logo. I didn't make her. I'm not that skilled yet. Um, keyword yet. But everything <laughs> else in the store, for the most part, I've, I've designed myself. So you said that uh, your work experience is quite diverse, that it's all over the place. And did you have experience in internet retail before? Or is it a completely new thing for you? It's funny that you ask that. Um, I had a very small Etsy store years ago selling baby shower gifts, which mm-hmm. is ironic because I don't have kids. <laughs> but I, I think I only ever sold maybe 25 diaper cakes before I shut it down. Um, I've never done anything like what I'm doing now or on this scale. And I'd actually, I'd love to make the jump to Shopify and add a blog. I mean, mm-hmm. this is just complete virgin territory, you know, hashtag winging it. 
Well, and I should say that like you're doing great and it is quite successful considering that you didn't have that big experience in the retail. Oh, thank uh, you. Learning process, that's for sure. Every yeah. day I'm, I'm learning something new and just keep working hard. Uh, now let's talk about your Instagram blog. Uh, did you create it uh, mainly to promote your products or is it something more for you? Wow, so that is a great question. Um, I'm going to be honest with you on this one, and it's not going to sound nice at first, but uh, I had not been on social media at all in over a decade. I mean, mm -hmm. hey, you know, to each their own, I get it. Mm -hmm. It's the main way a lot of people are able to stay in touch with their families. But I had just seen it ruin so many relationships, and I didn't want anything to do with it. I felt like so many people were just on there wanting an audience to show what they had for breakfast. I, I could not stand it. Like, ain't nobody got time for that. But, ah, uh, insert hypocrisy here. Um, <laughs> when I started B Squared, everyone's like, you know, uh, how are you going to promote it? You need social media, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, I, I don't want to. Can I just hire someone else to do it for me? Nah, temper tantrum. But then reality check. Uh, I could not afford to hire <laughs> anyone to do anything at all. So I used my new graphic design skills and started creating posts. And not just showing you know, the dope crypto merch mm -hmm. I have for sale, but posts about crypto news and financial freedom and a little side of girl power sass, I mm -hmm. like to say, mm -hmm. but I, I quickly saw everything transform from um, being like, you know, fine, let me join this dumb thing just to sell some t-shirts to creating mm -hmm. this cool kids club of crypto women, spreading the word, teaching people about crypto I mean, girls can invest too, yo. Be yeah. a Betty. Be, be part of a group of badass babes ignoring the FUD and being brave and willing to be a part of this movement to change the world. Viva la money, evolution, revolution, you know? <laughs> Just this, this outpouring of support and encouragement that I have received from this community, I, I can't even describe. I mean, BT Dubs, thank you to everyone out there listening. Uh, my family, my friends, my ex-co-workers, pretty much all of the people I know in real life still don't understand or think I'm out of my mind, I'm insane, or I'm gambling. And to have all of the support from all these people I've never even met, I mean, like, it, it honestly, like, you can bring tears to my eyes. And I know that that sounds cheesy, but like, to go from no one gets you to having friends all over the world is such a beautiful thing. And to see how crypto has already brought all of these people together and how we all agree that blockchain is the future. Having that connection, that baseline commonality, anti-fiat foundation, whatever you want to call it, you can already see the unity. And it just brings me right back to that utopian idea. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't matter what our religious or political beliefs are our gender, our language, where we live, if we all believe that we can fix the money and fix the world, that's the kind of love we need more of on our plate. Well, it is wise words. Uh, well, uh, talking about your Instagram, I think it's really cool that it is not uh, just promotional, that you have some idea behind it. And I think that's why you get your audience. That's why they support you. And it's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not just about selling stuff you know this yeah. is about like i said spreading spreading the good word okay and now let's talk about uh, crypto uh, so you said that you 
like bought some crypto in 2017. So are you more a trader or a holder? Um, I do. I do own some. So uh, I know I told you how I originally started back in, in 17 was just a tiny bit of Bitcoin. Um, but since then, I've definitely spread out a little bit. Mm -hmm. I am hands down or I guess I should say diamond hands down a hodler <laughs> all the way, all day, every day, baby. The buying and selling and attempting to time the market and then having to pay capital gains taxes, like all of that, it just stresses me out, yeah. man. Like I would, I would rather DIOR, you know, do my own research, feel confident in a project, invest, and then just sit back and wait and know that my future self has no regrets. Now, that's not to say I haven't thrown a few bones and just some smaller projects just to see what happens. But all in all, I do consider myself an investor, not a trader. I also think that the trading can be really stressful and you should really invest a lot of your time in it while hodling is way safer. Like, of course, you should do a detailed research before investing. And if you invest wisely and just hodl, you can actually get rich. And I think one Excellent of the advice. <laughs> I think one of the reasons why many people are afraid of getting into crypto is because they think it is only about trading that they should 24/7 check prices and trends that it is risky while it's not really true you can just invest like do some research and invest and just sit there and wait. <laughs> Exactly. The, the KISS method. Keep it simple, stupid. You know, like just we're trying to overcomplicate some things and it's it's really not that hard. Any Anyone can do this. And that's something else that I think a lot of people are, are like you said, fearful to get into the space is because they think they can't afford it and it's too complicated. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really not. Okay, so well, I have my last question for you. Um, so what do you think about our project, about the Coin Social Story website? Uh, maybe we could change something or add more features? Oh, wow. Well, I think you're off to an amazing start. I mean, your website pulls right up at the top of the internet searches. So your <laughs> SEO game is clearly toyed. <laughs> Thank you very much. But, but seriously, you serve up all of this easy-to-understand data on a silver platter for our community. And I love these podcasts and getting to hear from real and honest people. It's, it's super cool. Like, you can watch YouTube videos and influencers all day long, but hearing actual conversations with people in our space and recognizing more commonalities, I mean, it's just, it's wonderful. Keep at it. Don't stop. Thank you very much. Uh, this feedback is really important for us. Um, so thank you very much for joining our podcast. And it was a pleasure having you here today. Oh, thank you for having me. I had so much fun with you. Um, so check Bitcoin Betty's store. Uh, the link is in the description. And uh, stay tuned with Coin Social Podcast.